What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. Been a while. How you doing? Doing good, man. Just trying to settle in on this new move. We're up in uh, Cincinnati right now. About to become a Bengals fan, putting my transfer papers. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, not, not a bad team to transfer to. Oh, definitely not. Uh, especially with uh, young Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. But uh, I don't know about this chili thing, man. They got uh, supposedly, this is their uh, claim to fame out here in Cincinnati is uh, chili. So. Skyline Chili. Have you have you had a bowl yet? Nah, I've been holding out, man. I've been trying out trying out some of the other places. You gotta um, just you just gotta bite the bullet and try it. Yeah, man. I mean, I I found some other good places. They have a place called Matt Matt De Miller's, which is pretty good. They do a great uh, shrimp and grits. And then uh, I'm pretty much like close to everything, so they have like I'm like next to everything, like Sonic's. Everything's like 10, 15 minutes for me. So I'm definitely upset going to the gym more because it's going it's to get crazy out here. <laughs> and then uh, how's everything on your end, man? Good, good. Just the just same, getting settled in the new house. Still working our way through through the, the stuff, but uh, we're, we're getting there one day at a time. Yeah, I feel you, man. Some of these boxes are calling me, man, but it's going to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> be safe for tomorrow, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, let's get right into it, man. We had the uh, NFL. We didn't really miss too much. I mean, they did put out the schedule. So, definitely going to be an interesting season, especially, I know, for your Jets, man. They got you out week mm-hmm. one against the Bills, man. How are you feeling? Yeah, I, you know, I've got to play eventually, so so why not? Let's get it out of the way. Um, a little disappointed in, in the schedule makers. I feel like the NFL usually does a pretty good job with these kind of marquee games. And I thought that they put Jets-Giants on uh, September 11th on Monday night. Um, yeah. Instead, so they went Jets Bills, but you know it is what it is. I always think the schedule thing gets way overhyped. You got to play the teams that are on your schedule, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. it, is, uh, it is. It is nice. You know, we'll have uh, five prime time games for the Jets, uh, which is different. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, excited, excited uh, for the for 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 everything we get going. Yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, season, seeing how uh, these games plan out, play out. Um, I mean, Giants got the Cowboys week one, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants offense uh, looks with the addition of Waller and, uh, you know, some of the other pieces, Danny Dimes in the second year with uh, Dayball. So hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they open it up some. I still think we need a receiver, but, you know, I don't think they're going to go out and get one, whether it be uh, Hopkins or I think they should make a push for Adams, man, because he's uh, not happy with that situation now. Yeah, I, I mean, he uh, he said the other day that he doesn't doesn't matter what quarterback he's got. So I don't know. He's he's kind of a strange bird. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. But I mean, he's been having he's been playing you know, outside of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he still had a great season last year. But you know, that's kind of the thing he's saying. He said it doesn't matter for quarterback. You know, he's gonna get open. So I mean, yeah. If he's saying that, I mean, that y'all might as well get him give him the Danny Dimes and see how he does. Because uh, we, <laughs> we we gonna need to determine whether or not this is the uh. The uh the 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 right quarterback for us or not so right despite them paying them ridiculous but it's gonna be interesting to see especially in our division man the freaking Eagles got better um, yeah I mean the Cowboys, the Cowboys are good. yeah it's just gonna be 
I, I feel like the the commander is going to be in a, on a, up and up too. So once they yeah. once once they uh, this uh, new ownership uh, goes through and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely looking forward to season, man. Some of these uh, games with uh, Cincinnati, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Bills, the Jets, and then uh, just to see if the uh, Eagles can repeat as far as their dominance in the NFC. So right, definitely going to be fun to watch. I'm going to be loving the parlays. That's when I. That's when I. That's when I make out like a bandit during football season. There you go. And then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, uh, we uh, didn't get didn't get a chance to talk about the uh, the semi uh, round matchups. I mean, we had the Lakers. They took care of business, and uh, you know they beat the uh, the Grizzlies, and then they also beat the uh, the uh, Warriors. So it, it kind of looked like uh, it's over for Golden State, man. They're gonna they're gonna break that thing up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I th- you know, it's it's like, what do you do? Like, you got Steph, maybe, I don't know, two or three more good years, something like that. He's 35, he's going to be 36. So I know they, they if they want, if Clay comes back, they want to come back at a, a discount. Yeah, I, and then you got Jordan Poole. Like, what do you do there? You just sign him to a big contract. Uh, mm-hmm. He was trash in the playoffs. Didn't really have a great season. <laughs> I mean, you can either, like, totally blow it up, but do you, do you really want to do that with Steph Curry? You know, having only a... Uh, couple years left or is there something you can do to try to get get him back to the finals one more time so i you know i think that they got a good front office you know i i, I think uh, i would trust them to to figure it out and and make the right decision so oh yeah man that's what i think they're gonna they're gonna hold on to stuff and then maybe draymond or or clay and then they're gonna have to move those other pieces just to get other role players um mm-hmm. i, I kind of wish they held on to um wiseman I think he, I think he he's going to be really well, well really needed as far as their uh you know rebuild even though they didn't want to go through a rebuild especially at that center position but uh it's going to be interesting to see how uh how 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 the new look Warriors are going to look coming next year. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. And then on the east side, I mean we had the Celtics, they took care of business on uh, their matchup against Atlanta. And then they uh beat up on the 76ers. I mean 76ers, man, they had a lot of uh, high hopes with uh, MB being the MVP. Um, they went ahead and fired your boy Doc, man. Uh, they were showing some of his stats in uh, Game 7s. He hasn't had the best record, man. But I, f- I kind of felt like he was uh, losing the voice of the team, even, like, almost say like last year. So it's going to be interesting, yeah. interesting to see what they do there as well. Yeah, that, they got another they got another interesting situation because you got Embiid, who I would say probably maxed out who he is this year. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you, you can tell, I mean, in the last couple of games of that series against the Celtics, he was just exhausted, yep. um, you know, especially late in those games. So, you know, it, it just like, can he, he can't, he can't be that, that number one guy. Cause, cause you need a guy that can create, you know, off the dribble, um, something like that. Right. So he's, he's a, he's a good, you know, I think he'll be, he, he's a good number two or a one B something like that. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I was talking with my buddies, and I was like, well, "What if Philly could somehow swing Dame in there? Like it, you know? Now you got Dame and Embiid. I think that would be a good combo because Dame can kind of take over a game, and, and Embiid doesn't have to do everything. And you don't get that lazy kind of James Harden where you know he's on one game and he's he's dead the next. You know, you can just tell he was exhausted too. So something like that. You know, they need a guy a guy like that. I think that can really take a game over. Yeah, that, that whole situation, whether or not James Harden comes back or not, it looks like he's looking for a long-term deal instead of a four-year deal. So uh, yeah, which is because he's thirty, he's thirty-five or thirty-six too. So like, 
That's that's a that's a lot of money for a lot of years for a guy that is gonna not perform in the playoffs. Oh yeah, definitely isn't. And then that's the thing, they really don't have many other pieces. I mean, you, you got Maxie who's a young player, and then uh you got uh Tobias Harris, who they kinda should have not resigned and kept Jimmy Butler. But you know, that's a different <laughs> story. Um and then uh I mean it's just it's just gonna be interesting to see uh as well. They they're gonna need a new head coach. So you know, what? Yep. who's going to be the coach you're going to bring in? They said the uh, players are not going to have any say-so in the coach that they're bringing in, according to the GM. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think you got to look at Budenholzer. Um, yeah. I think he did good things with that that uh, that Bucks team. I, I know they he probably got a raw deal in, in the end there. Um, yeah. Shit happens. And, and uh, you, need, you always need a fall guy. And, unfortunately, you, you can't trade everybody. So, usually it's the coach that goes. Oh, yeah, um, coach that goes first. So I would, I would, you know, if I'm Philly, maybe I look at Budenholzer, like what he did with Giannis, and 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 uh, was able to kind of turn him in in from raw talent into more of a refined player. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe he can do some do some stuff with Embiid, and then you know if he could somehow get a, uh, a score. I don't know. I mean, they got a lot of work to do over there. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're far. They're way far from a championship. Oh yeah. Well, that's gonna be an interesting uh, situation to pay attention to, uh, just to see how the dominoes fall. And then even if I'm Portland, I don't want – I'm not taking Maxie and uh, – uh, what's his name? Um, Tobias Harris off your hands. I'd take Maxie and something else. I think Maxie had a had a pretty good uh, series against the Celtics. Yeah, but the thing is he's like a two, and that kind of conflicts oh, yeah. with uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of conflicts with uh, – they got uh, Simmons, Anthony Simmons, who's like a two. Yeah. So yeah. maybe one maybe one of them moves to the one. So, But, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, yep. And it's not because not many players out there they can get, but you never know who can uh, free up. Right. Now we're in the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals. We got uh we got the Heat playing the Celtics right now. Uh, was it 26-26 or 26-25 right now? 26-25. And then uh, how, how you feeling to get your chances, man? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the Celtics have the better team. It's just that that X factor with Jimmy Butler for me. He's <laughs> He's he's probably one of the the best playoff performers in the league, uh, and and he's kind of willed this team that's undermanned and under talented to the to the Eastern Conference Finals again. Like I said, you play this on paper, the Celtics win ninety nine times out of a hundred, but unfortunately, the game's not played on paper, uh, and you gotta you gotta play the game on the court. And 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 this is one tough, gritty team in, in Miami, and, and they're they're. They're fairly deep too. I mean, they don't have a like I said, they have Butler and Bam, and other than that, I mean, they got a bunch of role players. And I don't even think you know, I I like Bam, I, but I I think that I expected him, and when when watching him in the bubble, I thought he would be all world by now, and he kind of plateaued, and he is what he is. And I think that the Celtics, for whatever reason, play him play him tough. Uh, so so yeah, it's it's really gonna come down to the role players here and how well they play. But without Harrow. He kind of took over a few games against the Celtics last year. Uh, I, I just don't think this is as good of a team, and I think the Celtics are better. But, again, we'll, uh, that's why we play the game. Oh, yeah. I don't think uh, – the thing is, with Miami, I don't think they have the uh, defensive people to uh, stop Tatum or Brown. Um, no, they, they are, they're too small. <laughs> they're, they're not uh, – they're not – yeah, the, the defense isn't there. But I don't, I don't think the Celtics can continually try to, you know, run up and down the floor with these guys. Oh yeah, but I also I also don't think that uh, they should out rebound Miami by twenty rebounds every game. <laughs> but that's the thing; it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna come down to those loose balls. Um, yep. 
you know, who, who's going out, who's, you know, getting those 50, 50 balls. Yep. Who's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's all about the hustle and, so, yeah. and mm. who wants it, who wants it more. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, we've seen that last round against the Knicks, unfortunately, but that's the thing you guys, uh, you guys pretty much know what it takes to get back to the, the finals. And, yep. uh, and this is kind of like a revenge game for you guys from uh, the the bubble year. So, because this is a team that you guys lost to in the bubble to get to the finals with that uh, like last second uh, block by um by uh, yeah, but they name? they beat them last year to get to the finals. Finals, yeah. So it's the, it's a rubber match. Yep. So it's gonna be fun to watch, man. What yeah. do you think? What do you think? Celtics in uh, six or five? I'm thinking the Celtics in six. Okay. Giving uh you giving Miami two games, man. I'm giving them two. I I think they're they they got a good enough coach and a good enough star in, in Jimmy Butler to to win two games. Oh yeah, it's gonna be definitely a fun series to watch. Definitely looking forward to it. And then on the uh, west side, we have the Nuggets and the Lakers. I mean, a lot of people thought the Lakers wouldn't get to the finals, but you know, due to those <laughs> off those off season, uh, I mean, that uh, the mid season trades they did, and then uh, they kind of they kind of worked in their favor them getting the the uh, the draw that they did. So. Now they are playing against the your boy, the Joker, who, uh, in my opinion, should have been MVP. But, you know, maybe he'll get it next year as a, you know, uh, a makeup MVP, uh, you know, situation. But, uh, you know, Nuggets are up one zip. Uh, Lakers did. They, I kind of thought it was over early against the Lakers, but, you know, uh, they made some adjustments and uh, got back in the game. Actually got it to within three. Uh, but, you know, LeBron missed the three pointer and uh, killed my parlay. Couldn't make any threes. And then. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, the Nuggets uh you know counter what the Lakers did towards the uh, the end of the game one and to see how things play out. Yeah, I mean, I, I I thought that the Nuggets thoroughly outplayed them again for for most of that game and you know got kind of got lazy towards the end, let them back in, made it a close game there where it shouldn't have been. But I think the the, the Nuggets are just a better team, um, uh-huh. and I think Jokic, uh, you know, he he'll he'll. Uh, He'll be able to do his thing against Anthony Davis, um, and I, I, I just, I just think the Nuggets can should, should win this series in like five games. Oh yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, a lot of people think the, the Nuggets are in trouble because of Game One, but I, I think it's not the case. Um, I don't think because uh, they're saying that you know Anthony Davis played such a great game. I don't think Anthony Davis is going to have another forty-one game. <laughs> uh, he's missed the class, so I mean, he's either going to get injured or not show up. And then, uh, I mean, LeBron definitely had a, didn't have the best game, but those other pieces are not going to be showing up like they did, right? Austin Reeves is not going to have another 20-something point game out there looking like uh, the great white hope. And then... Uh, Lonnie Walker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, some, those guys... Yeah, those guys are probably going to average... Bacon the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are probably going to average about 10 a game. I don't think they're going to have another 20-point game between them. But ultimately, I think just because the Joker has the ball in his hands so much and he does so much for... The team, and they have so many pieces. I mean, you got your boy uh, Carwell Pope out there looking for revenge against the Lakers. Um, you know, he's gone wild, so he's definitely motivated in the series. And then the matchup between Joker and Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis is the one of the better defensive players in the league, and he really could not do much against the Joker. But I don't, I don't expect the Joker to have a, a triple double like that again by you know the second half. But he's definitely. Definitely gonna be putting up some numbers. He had like twenty some, almost twenty rebounds, I think, with twenty rebounds, which was crazy. So, I mean, the funny thing is, is that they lost to the Lakers in that bubble series, and then that next summer, that's when he lost all that weight, and then he went. That's when he went. He's been on his back-to-back MVPs ever since. Yep. So it's gonna be fun to watch, man. I, and yeah. I would, I would, I would like to see a, a 
I don't, I don't, no offense, but I really don't care too much about LeBron in the finals. I would rather see uh, the Nuggets get there. So. Yeah, I, I think that that they, I think that it would go a long way for Jokic too, to have a big series and get him into the finals. Oh yeah. The te- their team is just fun to watch, man. They move the ball well. They they play defense. They, they I don't know. It's just like a good all around team. Oh yeah, especially uh, your boy Mary. It's like he's almost getting back into that bubble form where he cannot miss. So. No, I know. It's definitely gonna be fun to watch. And then outside of that, I mean, your boy John Moran out here. With guns and gun, making videos on with guns and stuff. You know, they said uh, they interviewed uh, Adam Silver the other day. Um, you know, he's definitely be, being suspended, but for the d- duration, still, uh, you know, to be decided. I'm honestly hearing that it might be like half the season. You know, based off of uh, his second um, offense. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was kind of unbelievable that that showed up again. Yeah, you, you kind of get two, two, uh, two, two streams here. Like some people think that. Uh, you know, he didn't really do anything illegal, so why why should he be um, reprimanded again? Mm-hmm. I think it's more of like, hey, we told you to like cut this crap out, and you're still doing it. Like, it's more of like a slap in the face to, to Silver and, and the NBA. But like, yeah, like just do put the guns down. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I don't think anybody really wants to see his. Uh, it's just a bad image, especially for some of exactly. his. Uh, I mean, Nike and I forget who the other uh, one he signed to. Um, but I, I kind of think he's still on the hook for, with Nike because you know they kind of dropped Kyrie. They really don't have a replacement for him yet. But I mean, he's got to he's got to get it together, man, because he's a lot of, he's making a lot of bad decisions. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's pretty much set up for another you know two hundred million plus contract coming up. So right, right. And I mean, if he's going to be doing this stuff, you can't you cannot give him that money. Oh no, but that's the thing is uh, if they. Would you would you trade him or would you how would you give him give him money? I, I I don't know. It's tough, right? It's it's the NBA and and he's a you know a star, so I, I'd imagine you'd probably give him the money, but I'd throw all sorts of clauses in that contract. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting situation though that plays out because especially if he's not winning either. So right, right. Then we had your boy Victor, man. We had the uh, NBA draft or lottery. Um, I mean, Knicks didn't really have much of a chance to get the number one pick, so I wasn't really too, uh, you know, upset about that. But we kind of predicted it uh, before the before they even announced it. We figured uh, one of the most likely team to get the first round pick will be the Spurs, and they sure enough did. You got your boy Pop getting one of the best uh, up and coming talents um, from the past in the, in the, this year and the past past and even the next few years. This guy was uh, supposedly he was like seven two. They said he grew another like three inches. He's like seven five now, uh, which is ridiculous. But ultimately, it's going to come down to you know how they develop him. But he's in good hands with Pop. I mean, Pop Pop has been dealing with French players since Tony Parker, and uh, I mean it's pretty much a connected. You know, the kid played for Tony Parker is like AAU team or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Pop coach uh, Tony Parker, so they pretty much know how the French work and. Uh, He's coached those bigs like Tim Duncan, David Robinson, so he's definitely going to get him in a, a nice spot to do some damage. But they just got to build some pieces around him. Yeah, I, I think it's you know we saw this coming. Uh, you know when the Spurs when the Spurs were you know even had a chance, so it it wasn't overly surprising to me that uh, that they got the uh, the number one pick. But yeah, I think it's a perfect guy for for Pop. Um, he had Robinson, he had Tim Duncan. Now he's got a little bit of a different player. 
but like you said, get get the right pieces around. Could be a uh, a lethal weapon for him. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't really have uh, the players yet. They kind of got a young roster, but we're talking about some of the picks they have. They have uh, like the Bulls pick next year that's, uh, um, I think, top protected outside of six. Then they got like uh, two other teams' picks in the, for the first round. So they definitely got some draft picks they can uh, move to get some, uh, some talent as far as like those one or two year players mm-hmm. um, that they can try to coach to stay on the team. But it's going to be interesting to see. For sure. And then uh, I think that's it for the uh, NBA. I don't know if there's anything else. No, I think that's all. And then uh, on to uh, MLB. I don't know if there's anything we want to talk about MLB. I don't think so. Did you see the new uh, the, the new potential cheating scandal from the Yankees? Oh, yeah, with our judge? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. What would, would, would you think of that? I mean, I, I like I don't like the, the, base, the, uh, the base coaches like moving around. Like, people have been doing that for years. It's not, you know, it's not illegal. It's not electronic. It's not banging drums in a like. Come on. I think the thing is though, like, but some of the some there's something with baseball. Like, I understand like the signs and stuff like that, but ultimately you still got to hit the ball, right? Exactly. Like, like, it's not like it's not like you're guaranteed to win if like if I know you're throwing the fastball, right? That means that, and I mean I know when it's coming, right? Or if I know you're throwing the curve, right? I know what side it's coming to, right? But then I still got to hit the ball, right? That's just half the battle. It's kind of like I feel like it's still like the the guessing game, like even even though like you're if you're um, coming up to bat and you know this person's tendencies and you guess right, right? You still got to hit the ball. Yeah, you, you still got to have that hand-eye coordination. I mean, you can know a fastball's coming. You're not know you don't know where it's coming. Uh, where it's going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. You still got to hit the ball. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like somebody could just go, oh, I'm going to punt and then I'm going to go to first and then now now I know your sign so I can try to steal bases. It's like people people aren't that fast, as fast like that where you can do that. Um, there's right. a lot of other stuff that's going into the into the game that uh, people aren't factoring in. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really going on. Rays are still hot. Not surprising. No, I mean, it's nothing really, really else crazy or like that to talk about. So, and then um, I don't know if you want to get to NHL. I mean, they're uh, pretty much in the uh, the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals. You got your uh, your Panthers and your Hurricanes. Uh, I know your boy Matt was happy about that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a this is probably like the most nightmarish scenario for the NHL uh, with the four, yeah. four teams that are left. Yeah, people are like, who are these teams? Uh, yeah, you got, you got, you got Dallas and Las Vegas in the West, and then you got the the Panthers and, and Hurricanes in the East. And again, you know, four good teams. It's just terrible. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, the the most notable yeah. is probably the Knights. I mean, because they won uh they won a, I want to say a few years ago, might have been more than a few years ago, but um, they win it all, or are they lose in the finals. I thought they lost in the finals. Uh, I thought they won one year and then they went to the final election and lost maybe like six or seven years ago. Well, yeah, their their first year they went to the finals. finals. Their first year as a franchise. Oh, then I might I don't remember. I thought they had one. I don't remember though. But yeah, I mean that's probably the most notable one. But when most people see these other teams, they they probably don't even know where they're from outside of Max. Because you know, <laughs> outside of Max, that was his team. He's been a been a Panthers fan for a long time. Yeah, again, good good teams. It's just um, 
not not good hockey markets. You know, when you have the you, you know going into the 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 semis, you had Toronto, Edmonton, you know, Seattle, which is even a decent hockey market. Yeah, it a bunch of a bunch of them, and and you kind of got probably probably the worst the worst out of all of them. But yeah, you know, it should it should be some good hockey still. It's still playoff hockey, and and kind of interested to see uh, what the, the final looks like. I, you know, the, the Panthers are hot. Um, they were hot coming into the playoffs, and and the Hurricanes play a, a real kind of lockdown style of defense, and and um, really try to bottle you up and, and bully you around. So that should be a good series. Uh, in in the West, it's I think it's going to be a goal fest. I mean, Dallas and Vegas they don't really play much defense, so it should be wide open, some high scoring games. Because, I mean, this gives an opportunity for uh, a new team to be, uh, you know, put their name in the, in the record books as far as uh, that go-to team. So kind of like how Colorado did last year, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's an uh, opportunity for a team to get recognized, you know, for some of the great things they do and as well as some of the players on those teams to get notarized. So then we got uh, the PGA coming up. Mm-hmm. How you feeling about that, man? I'm hearing uh, – I'm here, Rom and uh, and uh, Kepka. Those are the yeah. top two, man. Good, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's major time again. Um, this this week they're up in uh, uh, Rochester, New York. So I'm up near Buffalo, Western New York. There, Oak Hill. So Oak Hill, they have had a couple of majors and I believe a Ryder Cup up there or Presidents Cup. I forget. Um, but they redid they they kind of redid the whole course. Uh, took out a, it used to be pretty uh like a pretty wooded uh course they took out a lot of the trees uh, like they're doing a lot of these courses uh try to bring them back to their old style when they were developed um added a bunch of bunkers uh the rough is nasty and they they changed a few holes around and and so it's, it's going to be a different course than when sean, i think it was sean mckeel won it in in, in 2013 it's uh but yeah it's it sounds like it's it's going to be a little cold a little windy be some tough conditions and and uh you know i was listening to kepka today and he was saying that you know be lucky uh to to get a couple birdies so he doesn't think it's going to be a very high scoring or low scoring uh tournament so but yeah you know i think i think the the favorites are out there rom shuffler obviously top two in the world but then yeah you get you get kepka uh who obviously played well at the masters probably should have won it uh if not for you know his self-proclaimed choking down the stretch he he always plays well the PGA. Uh, I think he's made the cut in all ten PGAs that he's been in. And I think he's fairly he's got kind of like fifty. I heard the stat that he's got like fifteen top sixes in major in his in, in majors in his career. Um, so obviously he's he's a he's a major guy. Terrell Hatton has been playing pretty well. He's he's a name to watch out for. I'm trying to think who else. I remember somebody mentioned to somebody else. Uh, I don't know if it was Tony. Tony. Uh... You know. Yeah, maybe him or somebody else that was like, yeah, someone, they've been finished like, you know, they were finishing like top three the past few events. So, yeah, Fino is always a good name. Ricky Fowler, long shot. Uh, he's been playing good golf this year. Jason Day just just won uh, Byron Nelson last week. Uh, he's been playing good golf this year. So uh, and then you got, you know, your Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele, you know. Outside of Rom and Kep, uh, Rom and uh, Scheffler, I think it's uh, you know, it's it's them against the field at this point. Definitely gonna be interesting to watch, man. I'm definitely gonna take uh, uh Kepka's Kepka's odds. Yeah, it's like 2100. I think Rom and uh, Scheffler are pretty much the top. They are like 750 and 850. 
No, no love for, for your boy Homa, uh, man. Oh, I, I, I like Homa. I, I, I just he's cooled off a little bit um, since the start of the season. Uh, I, I still do like him. I'd probably look for him somewhere in the top fifteen or so, top twenty. I, I don't, I don't know how well his game suits this course. So, uh, and that's the thing with the PGA, and and you know they they kind of they change it up often. Um, even like the U.S. Open, they they come back to some mainstays like Pinehurst, Pebble Beach, um, etc. This one they kind of move around a, a bit more, so it's it's a uh, it's a bit of a wild card because guys don't play here all the time, and then you got a whole new course essentially than the last time they played it. But no, I I still do like Homa. I don't know, man. He I mean he has good he has a, a big payout on the mods, but he's been letting me down, man. I don't, I'm gonna stay away from him until uh, until he wins his home. Gentlemen, we got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so we got some steak enchiladas. Uh, <laughs> I thought you might like this. Uh, so I kept it pretty basic. I, I did some some onions and peppers uh, uh, cut up and, and and on the stove just to you know pan fried them. And while those were going, I did a flank steak seasoned. With uh, some carne asada seasoning, so we had chili powder, uh, salt, pepper, paprika, and then I uh, so I just threw it on the grill, cooked it to like a medium rare, finished it, let it sit, um, put some lime juice on it, just let that sit in there, and then cut up the steak into little chunks, put that in the pan with the the, uh, the peppers and onions, and then uh, once that was all done, got the the the, uh, the casserole dish ready, which had uh, Put some little, a little bit of enchilada sauce on the bottom, and then filled the uh, the tortillas with the mixture with the peppers, onion, steak, and a little bit of cheese. Uh, did six of them in the pan, covered that with the the rest of the enchilada sauce, and then topped that off with cheese. Uh, baked it for half an hour at four four hundred, and then broiled it uh, to kind of you know make that cheese nice and golden brown on top. Sounds delicious, man. And, and then, yeah, I had that with a, you know, a little bit of sour cream, a little bit of cilantro, and uh, good to go. That sounds great, man. Made me uh, want some tacos. Tried this taco yeah, place the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, uh, it was all right, man. <laughs> I wasn't really impressed. Cincinnati doesn't seem like a hot spot for tacos. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I was, like, reading all these Yelp reviews that said the place was great, but... I was didn't impressed. Pass the uh, the BR smell test. Nah, didn't. The thing was is that one of the tacos was like a, a chick, some kind of like chicken. I forget what it was, chicken something. But they have some other ones I want to try. They have like one with macaroni and cheese on it, which is kind of outrageous. But I'm still gonna give it a try. But one of them was like it's just too much pepper on the damn thing. Like you know, yeah. you like you know, like you can tell it felt like somebody, like somebody's putting like seasoning it with pepper, and then like oh, yeah. the the oh, thing. No. The thing just bust, yeah, and it felt like yeah. all the pepper was on it all over the damn place. Because all I taste was pepper when I ate it. I was like, oh, no, I can't even eat this, man. But they had another one that was all right. They had pineapples on top. I forget what kind of one it was. And then the, the plain one they had was all right, but it's like a gordita crunch. So yeah. most of the tacos are like that, where it has like the um, the, short, the hard shell and the soft shell. So I'll definitely give it another try. So we'll see what happens. And then uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? Uh, so we got the... Uh, I got... I've been 
getting the uh, they got a, a mix pack of Wicked Weed. Uh, so Wicked Weed's out of uh, Asheville. Uh, so their double IPA in that mix pack is called Freak of Nature. It's it's a uh, uh, I would say generously hopped uh, 8.5% double IPA. It's uh you know they're they're known for the pernicious, which is their kind of their flagship, which is solid. But this one's a little bit different, a little lighter um, in in the haze, but uh, but still pretty good. Uh, I I don't think it's 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 too bad. So it's a good uh you know you want a, a beer or two uh at, at the end of a long long work day. Um, it's solid. And and then if you get the mix pack, you get a couple of their other beers along with the pernicious. So um, all in all, I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a pretty solid beer. I'd probably give it like a 7.5. Oh, that's a solid beer, man. That's all around. So definitely going to have to be uh, uh, checking out to see if any of those beer, those beer joints you can uh, uh, recommend are in this area. So mm-hmm. and then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs, caught up on some stuff. Uh, did I talk about the the Scream uh, Six movie? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that uh, that one was alright. Um, I'm not gonna, like I said. I'm not gonna lie. I'm liking these uh the new Scream ones just because the the killers are more like serious, more realistic as far as like um they're not only using knives, they're using whatever they can to kill you. So the stories uh I don't say not the greatest. <laughs> Cause you, oh well, the, the, this last one you couldn't really. Well, no, I think I, I think I could predict the killer right away as soon as I saw him. But the thing is, you can't. There was no way for, for me to figure out like how they're connected to like the past killer. So that's pretty much what was happening between each movie. And it seems like they're all out to get the daughter of the original guy who went after Sydney. So, which is kind of odd, but it seems like that the the direction the movie's going is that. She's eventually going to become a killer herself. And then, uh, but the thing is, I'm not sure how long they're going to draw this thing out for. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's good to see that, you know, these screen movies kind of gives you the old feel of some of the old ones. Um, like yeah. I said, it's, it's not really uh, cheesy as far as like um, how these people are getting killed or anything like that. But uh, I just wish the story was a little bit, I want to say more original or something a little more suspenseful. So, sure. But overall, like if you're looking for something to watch, if you like Halloween movies or scary movies, definitely something you can watch to the the you know pass time by and stuff. So okay. And then um, outside of that, check out. Uh, still been uh, watching uh, was it uh, Citadel? It's okay, man. I'm not in love with it. Kind of just watching it just to see how it plays out. As I said, I don't know if it's the main actors that are not doing it for me, but it's just okay so far. Okay. Then we got uh, From is back, getting more and more and more mysterious uh, with what's going on. It's kind of mixed between Lost and uh, I don't even know what else is, what else is with, but it's like it's like Lost and vampires put together, man, which is kind of crazy. Still trying <laughs> to figure out where the hell they are. They're trapped. They're still trying to figure out how they're gonna get out. They, this, the show does seem is seem like it's kind of slow rolling with that information, but you know. I'm trying to think if Lost was like that, where you can you kind of I think with Lost you just kind of want to figure out where they are, but um, yeah, Lost Lost was like it was pretty fire for the you know first two and a half seasons, uh, sorry, one and a half seasons, and then it, it they kind of I think they tried to extend it um, longer than they probably should have, and it just kind of got too weird. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I don't know, I don't know what direction they're going in this, with this show, but that's the thing. You never like 
you never know once the the Easter egg drops on like where they are and how they got there and all the stuff. Sure. Then you're like, oh, it makes sense. But if it's just some like corny place where like they're all already dead and like it's just like, all right, this is like it's all gonna depend on the ending and what your yeah. direction of the show. But overall, I like it, man. Gives me something to watch. Then we had a uh, Yellow Jackets. Caught up on that. I don't know how, how far <laughs> did you did, did you get caught I'm up all, on this I'm man? All caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they realized they brought whatever they uh they had at the uh, damn um, place with them back home. So I guess now they're gonna figure out how to get rid of it. But I mean, all these people are they're like all like all these characters are like shit shows, man. Like I know. <laughs> I think that's I think that's kind of the point though, right? Like they all have something seriously wrong with them. I want, I want to say seriously, major. They're all like fucked up oh, in the head, especially the homegirl with the glasses. Uh, oh. name. Yeah, she's the reason why they're in this damn mess the whole time. Cause she's the one that burnt the damn box. They said, she said she burnt the uh the plane wreckage box. Yeah. But like yeah. we're if we're already in so deep, we got to see how this plays out, man. Yeah, and then you know Shauna beating the shit out of Lottie in that last episode. You know at the uh, the retreat. Uh, you know back at the yeah. Not 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 at the retreat, the crash. You know when they, oh, were, yeah, when they yeah. were stranded. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't know. It's just trying to see how they're gonna land this plane. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of I kind of thought they were um, after she had the baby and uh, she had the vision of them eating the baby. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this show was. I was like, damn, this show was cold, cold, man. I, <laughs> I was like, this show was cold, man. But then I thought, uh, the, same, I thought the same thing. But then uh, she woke up and some other stuff happened, man. I was like, oh man. I think they should have kept that. I'm not gonna lie, man. That would have made the show just more. It would just made the show more twisted. Like, like yeah. how far up, how far up can this show get, man? Right. But definitely gonna finish it out, man. They got a few more yeah. episodes left. So then I checked out. Um, I started watching Sweet Tooth again. It's okay. It's one of those yeah. shows you just keep on in the background while you do all the stuff. It's the one of, it's based off of one of the DC comics or something like that. But it's not really a lot of action. I feel like uh, the action's going to come once these uh, people get older or something. But we'll see what happens, man. Then uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know Netflix has some other stuff that came out. They got that Jennifer Lopez movie, which I heard was okay. They got another um, Asian show called Black Knight. I started watching it, but I was like, this looks kind of corny. So I was like, I'm going to get back to it when, I, when I'm in the mood. And then, uh, and then outside of that... There was a class of 09 that was on Hulu. It's kind of like uh, the pretty much the class of 09 from uh, FBI, the FBI mm-hmm. class from 09. So it kind of goes to, uh, um, you know, what they went through to, you know, become agents. But it's showing you three different time periods of them, like the future, the present, and the past. But then um, come to find out one of the guys, he's like the head FBI guy now. And he... Um, he kind of figures out some way to like, I don't want to say where it's like minority report where he's like preventing crimes, but he's kind of not like the, uh, supposedly he's like the, you know, all justice guy, but he's kind of like doing some uh, stuff behind closed doors that we're trying to figure out. So it's going to be interesting to watch. And then, uh, the other show I actually liked the most was, uh, the silo show. That's a new show with, uh, on Mm -hmm. Apple. Tom said it was based off a book. He said the book was good. The show was good, man. It's only three episodes out. I think the fourth one comes out this week. It's pretty much about this uh, civilization that's living in this underground um, society. They don't really know why they're living in an underground society. But, well, they kind of they, they said that they're living there because 
you know, the earth was uh, toxic or some, some nonsense, but come to find out there's hints that like, you know, outside of this facility, earth is fine. So kind of picture like the hundred, I don't know if you ever heard of that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like kind of that, kind of that, but people are in space, but these people are actually in the ground. But overall, look, it's uh, it's kind of cool, man. It's a little little detective drama type show, mystery. So, because you got to figure out what's really going on outside. Because there's a few people that, like, if you live in a society and you say, "I want to go outside," then they send you outside. It's like to your death, like the death row. Yep. And like they show videos of you when you go outside, and the videos they show are people like they go outside, they gotta clean the screen, and then they die. Like they. Because suppose it's like toxic, but uh, one of the people that went out, she said, but when they send me out, if when I get out, it's not what it looks like on the screen, I'm going to clean the screen. So that's a signal. So gotcha. hinted from that, what she's saying is like, what's outside doesn't look like that. But what then the video they showed, right, that everybody watches, it shows her like die after she walks off and cleans the screen. So I wonder if they're having like some kind of control over that where they're showing like false images and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of little, little moving parts, a lot of mystery stuff going on. So definitely something you can check out when you get a chance. Yeah, for sure. And then outside of that, it wasn't really much uh, else I caught up on. So I still got to go through my list. <laughs> Is that anything you guys are watching on your end? No, man. Watching, watching the same stuff you are. No, okay. But yeah, definitely check out the, the silo one. That one was yeah, good. Yeah, that, that one I got. I and then uh, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Good to be back, Rich. Yeah, man. All right, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 